Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi, this is FBL Focal from YouTube. You may not be aware, but I now convert all my videos into podcasts. You can find all the podcast links at linktree.com slash fblfocal. That's linktree.com slash fblfocal. Welcome back for another video. It's been a few weeks since we've done one of these, and this one will take a deep dive into 10 things we've learned to take into Gaming 9, a mixture of serious and some fun takeaways. Lots of content to come over the international break, so if you're not subscribed, join the channel and get involved. It's completely free and you can always change your mind. Make sure you watch this one till the end, as there's some important tips and information here. Let's jump in, and number one's Leicester, who continue to be a team to target. Six goals conceded to Spurs. They sit rock bottom of the Premier League table, and Leicester at homes now produce more double-digit hauls than any other fixture, with eight. Second being Bournemouth at home with seven. Their 22 goals conceded is the most any side has shipped after seven games for a Premier League season, and it's the most in the top flight since the 1965-66 season which was West Ham, also of 22. A very unbalanced team, a lot of quality in attack, such as Madison Barnes and Dakar, but in defence, even Wards represented poor value at 4 mil. Remarkably, Begovic, who filled in for the injured Pickford in game week 8, scored 9 points, which means in one game, he's outscored Wards' entire season score of 8. Number 2, Xiongmin Sun. After 5 blanks in a row, he exploded back with a hat-trick off the bench in just 13 minutes. The first time in 7 years that a player scored a hat-trick off the bench. 304 managers triple captained him for a ridiculous 57-pointer. Can't imagine the emotional rollercoaster from seeing him bench to watching that game unfold. We'll talk shortly about the template and where it might be heading. Is he one to consider for after the break? Spurs face Arsenal after the break in game week 9. He has a good record against them. In his last 6 games, he has 4 goals and 4 assists against Arsenal. In fact, his only blank in that run was the 2021 season where he went off injured after 19 minutes. If you hated the template, it's certainly being ripped up now with a bunch of new names emerging. More on the template at the end. Number 3 is Isaac. A fairly quiet game all in all, just 0.16 non-penalty expected goals. However, very notably, he took the penalty won by Trippier. The two of them were discussing who would take it, but Isaac had the ball in his hands and wouldn't entertain the idea of Trippier taking it. A penalty taker is a wonderful attribute to have in an FPL asset, as over the season it can net you several extra goals. Callum Wilson is confirmed to be back after the international break though, which could have an unknown impact on Isaac. 
as it's the first time the two of them have been fit together. Someone speculated that they'll start together in a two-striker formation, or perhaps Isak push wide. It's also possible that Wilson is benched, but eats into Isak's minutes coming on. If you're looking for a mid-price striker, then Tony Mitrovic perhaps better picks. Number 4, one of our favourites, as long as it's not us, is Disaster Classes. It was a brutal game week for many managers, including some top-ranked managers. 79 managers in the top 10k started Collins, who received a straight red card for minus 3 points. One manager in the top 10k triple captain Lingard, who was benched and then came on for 1 point. One manager in the top 10k also benched Sun. Ouch. Number 5 is Chip Strategy. Feels like a good time to be talking about it. There's already 14 postponements, which will later become double game weeks, so Chip Strategy is perhaps more important than ever. With 3 postponements last game week, it was generally a good game week for the free hitters, however it was generally a good game week for the wildcarders. Chip Strategy is important to maximise your points over the season, and arguably the wildcard was the way to go if you still had it. There will be bigger blanks, and certainly many double game weeks to come, which perhaps will be a better time to use the free hit. Don't sweat it if you used it though. One thing I always try to bear in mind going into each season is to be open to new approaches, as every season can propose new challenges. I'd never wildcarded into a blank game week before, but it was the logical thing to do last game week in my opinion, and so far it's been successful, the longer term assessment required as well. Basically, to summarise, there was the opportunity to save the free hit if you also had your wildcard. Number 6 is Brighton, who have found their Potter replacement, Deserbi. Signed on a four-year deal, Juventus were reportedly looking at him as well, which is perhaps a statement of his quality. He's expected to provide attacking football, perhaps a less resolute defence than Potter, though many fans even believe him to be an upgrade. It's challenging for a manager to come in mid-season, as there's no pre-season to spend time with the squad, teaching your players your way of playing and time for them to learn, and making some tweaks from friendly results. He does at least have the international break, so we'll see how they look further down the line once the fixtures ease up. He has experience of punching above his weight with a smaller club in an elite European division, so it could be an excellent replacement. Number 7 is the cheap defenders. Emerson and Williams both frustrated owners, with Emerson coming off the bench in the dying seconds of the game and Forrest conceding 3 times, both scoring 1 point. 4.1 mil Patterson put up a 6 pointer for the second game in a row and perhaps the new king of the cheap defenders, a great pick on the wildcard. For 0.2 mil more, Mings had a good game, securing maximum bonus with a clean sheet for 9 points. With many of us running with a front 3 formation, these are the types of defenders we need as 4th or 5th defenders. Number 8 is the suspension tightrope. A reminder that if a player reaches 5 yellow cards, they are suspended for one game. There are 6 players currently on 4, Smith, Tete, McTominay, Neves, and more notably Gordon and Jesus. This doesn't always mean we must immediately ignore these players though. Those who have been around for a while will remember that Diego Costa was the type of player to pick up yellows, and he infamously went on a long run of getting no yellow cards after he reached 4. However, it's still worth consideration. In Jesus' case, there are alternatives like Tony Izak and Mitrovic with better fixtures and cheaper. At the halfway mark, it does increase the 10 yellow cards for a suspension. Number 9 is patience. A reoccurring point to make, but always worth reminding. Impatience can lead to poor decisions, so don't get caught in the vicious cycle. As it stands, 35 points separates 100k to 1 mil. Just 19 points separates 1 mil to 2 mil. The ranks are still condensed, and as the saying goes, it's a marathon, not a sprint. You might be in a position where you've only used your wildcard or free hit. Overall, 27% have used their wildcard, 12% have already used the free hit, and 7% have already bench boosted. 250,000 managers have already used three chips. 
In my case, I started the season on the back foot, opting for Kane over Haaland and Dinho over pretty much anyone else. That put me at 2.7 mil rank and I've made up good ground since to 300k. Not as high as I'd like, but it's a fine start and there's still 30 game weeks to go for all of us. Think of the high ranks like something you chip away at through good decisions. You don't get there in one swoop, it is a gradual process. Fun fact, last season's winner was 120k overall after 8 game weeks where we are now. He was 84 points behind first place. The manager who finished 11th place in the world was 800k at this point last season. Lastly, number 10 is a template and getting ahead of the curve. This is the current template, built from the most owned players in the game, without a budget limit. In FPL, it pays to be proactive rather than reactive, and it pays to get ahead of the curve if you can predict where the game's heading next. Arsenal have Spurs next, and then Liverpool, and then in game 12 they blank, so there is the opportunity to move Jesus on to Tony Mitrovic or Izak. Brighton at home is a fair fixture for Diaz, though Madison is home to Nottingham Forest, who are worse in the league for expected goals conceded. Zaha, another name notably missing from the template and under 15% owned. Palace's fixtures are so good up until the World Cup that he's the type of player you can buy and just hold him. No son here either, 10% owned, one to consider on the wild card. So that alone is 4 or 5 players missing from the template and most of them are in my team or in my plans in the hopes that that's where the game moves next. In terms of where the fixtures are heading, what I've done here is I've rearranged the fixture ticker for this video, sorted by difficulty over the next 5 game weeks and this is how it came out. Arsenal Man City at bottom due to have one less fixture, but at the very top it's Leicester. It's hard to imagine them continuing such poor form with such good fixtures, so don't write them off. Fulham and Crystal Palace right up there too. Again, Mitrovic and Zaha, the two talismans of their team, and both on penalty duties. If you need a cheaper striker, Solanke could be the one to look at from Bournemouth. If you'd like to look at this ticker longer, I'll post a copy on Instagram and Twitter, both for at FPLFocal. So that wraps up the 10 lessons, thank you for watching. If you found it useful, please hit like on it. It makes a big difference, and of course, if you're not subscribed to the channel, hit that button and get involved. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.